This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Welcome, everyone. Now, there's a very big insight that's very, very important in our daily lives, and it's a it's a very, very uh, yesod foundation. And that is, we're going to overview a halacha in the Parashat Shavuah, which is Parashat Emor, and then through that, we'll tell you this life lesson. And that is, it's brought down, Kohanim, everybody's Kadosh. Kohanim has an extra special Kedusha that since they're Kohanim, they're what? They're Mekudash, they cannot be Tamilamit. That means, if what? If somebody has a, um, you, ever, you ever go to a uh, Levaya funeral, you always see the Kohanim, they're standing outside. Or you go to a cemetery, you see the Kohanim, there's a Kohanim section that's outside. They can never be in. Because why? They were Mekudash extra special, higher level, and this is, this is the Inyan of that. Now, regarding Kohen Gadol, regarding Kohen Gadol, now it's even, even higher than that. Why? Because a regular Kohen, if one of his seven close relatives passes away, the halacha says, he's allowed to metame. Let's say, let's say for example, well, I'll give you an example. Mother and father, I'll give you an example. Mother and father, if they pass away, then, Hashem should all live a long life, the parents, right? But if they have, someone's mother passes away, father passes away, if he's a Kohen, he's allowed to be Tameh. He's allowed to go, he's allowed to, he's, he's allowed to be Tameh, right? However, a Kohen Gadol, he has a higher Dargah of Kiddushah, and he cannot be Tameh, even for his closest, closest relatives, he cannot be Tameh to. That means his mother passes away. He cannot even. It, it's so 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 high level. There's only one exception. What's the one exception? It's met mitzvah. Now, what is met mitzvah? Met mitzvah means, let's say a person is walking in a desert, right? Or he's on a boat, whatever it is, whatever it may be, and uh, he sees like a dead body there. Oh my goodness, what's going to be? Nobody in the world is going to find that body right now. Nobody. It's not, it's not happening. Nobody can bury this person right now. The Allah says, the Kohen Gadol doesn't even know who he is. But he knows that he has to be buried. Met Mitzvah allows him. He knows. He sees, let's say, uh, Magen David, uh, you know, you know so he sees that he's Jewish. The Allah allows him to bury this person and he could be tamed to this person. It's a very big kiddush. Now, that being said, this is the punchline. You ready? Everything else is the halakha, this is the punchline. Imagine right now, it's Yom Kippur. Right now, it's Yom Kippur, the holiest day of the year. And you, you must go in to the Kodesh Kodeshim, the Holy of Holies, and bring the Korban. This is like the Ikar Avodah, the Ikar Avodah of the whole Kippur for the Kohen Gadol. It's like once a year that it goes through. And right now, he's on his way, and he was metahed himself for days. You don't just become Kohen Gadol. No, you have to to make yourself tahor and pure and this and that. 
for days and days and days and days and days, he's being mitahed himself. After all that is done, after all his preparations of his uh, of his kedushah and tara, he's on the way to the Bet Hamikdash, and he sees in a random place someone passed away, and nobody's around to bury him, and he's not. They're not going to find him later. He has to stop, imagine stopping right now, burying him. Oh, what's going to be? Of course, they have something called the Sagan. Sagan is like the Kohen Gadol. Meaning, if anything happens to the Kohen Gadol, they always have a reserve Kohen Gadol, right? So, the huh? backup Kohen Gadol, right? And also, there's all <laughs> Allah about that Kohen Gadol too. But that Kohen Gadol, he's the backup. So, but this Kohen Gadol, he's, he's excited. He's the Kohen Gadol. He's finally the first, imagine the first year, the long he's going to go, he's going to do it. The whole year he's preparing, just his mindset. And finally he's about to go, and now he sees this, he has to stop, and he has to bury the dead. And he missed out, I call him missed out in quotation marks, missed out on the fact that he went to do the Kodesh Kodashim. He says, yes. Because in life, we have to know one rule. We're not in it for us. We're in it for Him. What does that mean? We are in it for Hashem. If this is what Hashem wants, if this is the Ratzon of Hashem, then we are in it for Hashem. Yes, you're right. Yeah, the, the glory that I'm going to come when, when the Kohen Gadol would go out that day of the Bet HaMikdash and, and, and it was successful and we got Kapara and everything like that. What a party they would make him. What a party. Wow, you did it, you did it, you did it. All the glory. And now this Kohen Gadol that is on the way and he sees the Men Mitzvah, he's not going to get any of that glory. And he's not going to get, forget that glory. He's not going to get that Zichud, that, that, that Kedushah of that. But does it matter? Why? Because we're not in it for us. We're in it for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And if this is what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants at that moment, that's it. We stop everything, and we say, Hashem, it might be very difficult. That's what I have to do. Have to do. Imagine a guy, he has to go, you know, he has to do something, a very, very important mitzvah, a huge mitzvah, I'm giving a huge mitzvah. And something comes up, and you'd say that, let's say for example, I'll give you an example to this. It's a perfect example. Let's say a person, uh, 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 he needs to, um, uh, to eat some bread, whatever, something like that. And you're the only person around. Comes into the Bema Dash, you're the only person around, I, I need some bread. That's a very big mitzvah to feed, uh, feed the poor. But we know there's Talmud Torah, says, Greater is what? Talmud Torah? How do we know that from Mordechai? Mordechai went out and says, whatever, I'm not getting into the halakha, but the mitzvah of Talmud Torah is humongous. It's one of the greatest mitzvot that a person can do in his lifetime. To learn Torah is the greatest mitzvah. Tamut Torah kenei kulam. The Avet Sayyim used to say, and he would do calculation, how many mitzvot you can do in one minute of learning Torah. He could say 200 words in one minute. And he would times it by 613 mitzvot. And times that by one hour, 60 minutes. How much mitzvot do you get in an hour? 
And now all of a sudden the guy is learning Ibn Midash. He has to stop completely everything he's doing. Nobody else could do it. Oh, he looks back. I lost four hours. And I don't even know who this guy is. I don't even know who this guy is. Four hours. I, I, in the Cheshbon of Mitzvot, I did one Mitzvah over there. In the Cheshbon of Talmud Torah, what I get? I could have got a hundred million five Mitzvot. Huh? At the end of the day, if this is what Hashem wants from you at that time, this is what Hashem wants from you, you have to do it. And usually you gain more by doing what Hashem wants than what you, do, what you want to do. You understand? There was one time, yeah, a very famous story with Rav Shach. Rav Shach, there was a lady. She was a, uh, she was a very famous um, speaker. And, uh, and she was making events. And, it was, and the husband came into Rav Shach and said, Listen, at the end of the day, my family needs a mother. My family, I, have, I don't know how many kids she had. But the 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 the, the was, my family needs a mother, and he came. She came to he came to Rav Shach and says, "Look, they're not being raised properly." At one hand, you have the whole you know how many ladies she's influencing tremendous amount of people, tremendous. It was like a big thing at the time. Like she had a crowd, forget about it, and she was pumping it up. People were getting everything. Rav Shach told her, "Listen, you have to do what Atzon Hashem is." Your obligation is to your children right now. You know? And it was a big, a big quotations, loss. But it's not son Hashem. This is what Hashem wants, what Hashem wants. Same story with, the, with, with one, of the, one, of the, one of the Hashuvim, right? Um, there's two stories, I'll tell you. There was one with Moshe, I'll tell you, one with uh, Moshe Feinstein, amazing one with Moshe Feinstein. What happened was, Moshe, one time, they, were, they, they had a very big meeting. And uh, and they were late for the meeting. They had to they had to be on time. They couldn't be late. And there was a person standing. And Allah says that when a person standing in the Amidah, you can't walk past him. Allah. Right? Let's say you have a person standing in the, in the, the Amidah. You can't just walk past him, right? So as they're walking in the shul, they're walking in and walking out, man, <coughs> they see Moshe stopping. Oh, we gotta go in the meeting. We have to go. No, no, I can't. I can't. So why not? He's praying. So what? Let's go. You go right. I can't walk in front of him. He couldn't walk behind him because the the, the wall. He didn't go. Maybe until five, eight minutes, five minutes until he finished. And the answer, Moshe, how'd you have the endurance? How'd you have that co-walk just to stand there, just waiting until? And he says, I see a brick wall. When he's praying down me down, I see there's a brick wall, but I can't walk through a brick wall. Just I can't do it. Because he knew that that son of Hashem is so great that that's like a brick wall. That's it, finished. It's, it's, there's a brick wall there. I can't pass. If this is what Hashem wants from you, it doesn't make a difference. I don't care if you're meeting with a hundred billion dollar guy. It doesn't make a difference who you're meeting with. At the end of the day, this is what Hashem wants from you at that moment. That's it. Everything stops. I right, but you're going to lose that. You're going to this, you're going to that. You're not in it for you. You're in it for him. You're in it for Hashem. You're in it for Hashem. If this is the Ratzon of Hashem, this is what you must do at that moment. I'll tell you, and I'll conclude with this, because it's very powerful. It says, Yagu Yamim, there will be days 
Shayomru, that people will say, I don't desire these days. Days will come that people will say, I don't desire these days. What are these days? And Yimot HaMashiach. That's what it says. Now on this, it needs a very big explanation. What do you hear the desire of the days of Mashiach? You want Mashiach? Adelaba, we're praying Mashiach, 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 we want Mashiach now. <laughs> what are you telling me? Oh, Mashiach finally came? I don't desire these days. What does that mean? I'll explain. Explanation is as follows. When Mashiach comes, as Hashem soon, we're going to have to do a uh, to do away with the Yetzirah. To do away with the Yetzirah. And when we do away with the Yetzirah, there's not much of a challenge. And when there's not much of a challenge, the reward, the schar, that you're going to get from its vote, it'll never be the same. Now when there's no Mashiach, every, every single mitzvah that you do, the reward is tremendous. You have Yetzirah, this, Yetzirah, that. Should I go, should I not go? Oh, you have a guy, he's consistent for a few weeks, all of a sudden he stops learning, he's in the daf yomi, let's say, and all of a sudden after, after the berachot, the ready Shabbat, he's getting hard, I'm out. You know, some, it's very hard, the Yetzirah is always stopping the person. Always. You want to do mitzvah, you finally do it. Yetzirah is getting in your way. You did this, Yetzirah. You, you, you know, you want to, everybody, everybody wants to do good. But what? A lot of times the Yetzirah gets in the way. The Yetzirah always tries to give the, give that, uh, um, um, challenge. Learning. A lot of times a person is learning the Gemara, I open it up, ah, it's too hard, this, that, gets lazy. From laziness. Right? But, when Mashiach comes, everything is gonna be smooth for the person, for the human being. It's not going to be uh, like you have uh, uh, now. It's not going to be where you have that 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 challenges, right? It's going to be what? It's going to be much. It's going to be much what? Much uh, much easier, and the reward is much less. And therefore, we, we say these days. Ah, I remember those days when it was challenging, and I had a challenge, and I could get more reward. And, ah. The reward is not going to be as great when Mashiach comes for the person doing his vote. No. Why? That's not, that's not that much of a challenge. Everybody's doing as James will. Everybody's around. Everybody's. So if that's the case, why are we praying Mashiach now? Later. Why Mashiach now? The answer is very simple. Because we're not in it for ourselves. We're in it for Hashem. And when Mashiach comes, every single Jew in the world is going to be known. Every single goy in the world is going to know who, who, what's, what's the emet, what's the truth. Everybody's, every Jew in the world, wherever the guy is in Wisconsin, Missouri, wherever the guy is, he's going to know Hashem. Guy's on a college campus in Timbuktu, he knows Hashem. He's going to serve Hashem. Everybody's going to serve Hashem. So that's the biggest glory. When everybody serves Hashem, that is the glory. That is the pe'er, that is the tef'eret. Wow! And that's what we're in it for. We need to give the glory of Hashem. Yes. And that's exactly this week's parasha teaching you. You're right. 
Sometimes you're gonna have things in your life where you're gonna have to stop, and it doesn't make sense. I could get more reward doing this than this. Oh, let me do it. It's not a more reward type of thing. Try to always get the most reward. But sometimes a person has to know this is my Ratzon Hashem. This is my Ratzon Hashem. This is what Hashem wants me to do. Remember when Moshe finds it. This is what Hashem wants me to do. Let's have to stop. I'm not gonna go. I can't go. Let's say finished. Because a lot of times it's gonna be, you're gonna see something, there's gonna be a blockage in your own. But no, I gotta go. I gotta do this. I gotta this. I gotta that. And then you have to think, wait, wait, what does Hashem want from me? What does Hashem want from me? What does Hashem want from me? There was a lady that came, uh, came to a very big Rosh Hashiva. And, uh, and she said, you know, it's not fair. She says, what? She says, comes Yom Kippur, the holiest day of the year. You know, I want to pray Neilah. I want to go to Neilah. I want to do it. And I have to take care of my two children in the house. But all my life, when I was single, I would go to shul and I would have the highest high. The biggest, biggest energy I would get during Ne'ilah. The holy of a whole, the, the, the highest peak of Ne'ilah, Yom Kippur. She went to Rosh Hashiva. She told him that. The Rosh Hashiva said, now, when you stay home with your kids and take care of your kids, that is your Ne'ilah. Yeah, that is what Hashem wants from you. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.